0: And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So it's uh, all for play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us? hola everybody and welcome to for the love of pomegranate podcast um i'm here on my own today uh due to poor planning and uh paddy being in paris for ireland versus france and uh i don't know what it is when paddy goes to live sporting events and um, the team we want to win lose so maybe we're just gonna have to ban him from going to events we're just gonna have to ban him i think yeah I, we might have a poll later on just to see if we should ban uh paddy from going to going to matches. Um, but uh, no, he's over, he's on a well deserved break, uh, over in Paris. So, uh, and as I say, um, I've just been up the wall, so, um, wasn't uh, I did have a guest lined up, but uh, just didn't work out for today. So, you got me all on your own, so I'm going to be really relying on comments to come here to keep this thing afloat for today. But we're going to be chatting today, obviously, about Aston Villa and Newcastle. Why not? Considering they're going to be playing at 2 p.m. in St. James's Park, um. I suppose there's a couple of little bits of info that have been trickling out. I don't think I would be surprised if Emmy Wendy is playing today. I think that's probably fair to say, uh, given some of the recent comments. I think from Steven Gerrard in the press conference, Steven Gerrard said he took a heavy knock on his leg and that he would be a um, a game-time decision, that it was a 50-50 decision. Looks like Philippe Coutinho is going to be fit and well and healthy and ready to come into the starting lineup or to start, should I say? Because he was in the starting lineup last day as well. Um, how could we forget after that fantastic twenty-minute performance he gave uh, towards the end of the first half? But um, it's going to be an interesting team sheet tantrum, I think, or lineup, should I say? Because while it's expected that Callum Chambers comes in, I don't know whether we will see the the same. Um, level of consistency within the uh, within the midfield tree, and uh, we may see some change in there. Unlikely, but I'd say that there's probably a forty percent chance. Maybe we might see more legs come in there in some way, shape, or form. Specifically, if Emmy Buendia is going to be out of the team, um, I personally don't think that Kenny Chuck, Mar- Chuck Womeka is going to start in that ten role. Should Bundia come out, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with him, him, him not starting in this game. and away game against Newcastle, who are on the back of a win, are buoyant. Their fans are feeling great. They have a full stadium again today. And, and I know there's an awful lot made about Newcastle fans being the best fans in the world and all that. And, yeah, they get their tops off and, you know, fantastic, super stuff. But it, there is something in it. You know they love their football club. Not saying that Aston Villa fans don't love their football club, but what I'm saying is that it's one of the more partisan atmospheres that you can go to when you are in the Premier League, and um, it's going to be wall to wall black and white uh, up there for uh, for this game. And um, I just think that Stephen Gerrard will probably go and try and stifle uh, in the early parts. Um if we can nick an early goal, fantastic. If not then uh, I think that he wants to stifle, and this becomes a must-not-lose game within the first 20 minutes. We've conceded loads of goals within the first 10 minutes of games, first 15 minutes of games. I should really start making note of these statistics because I saw one where I think Aston Villa have the most uh, goals conceded over uh, over the last two seasons within the first 15 minutes of games. That's concerning. That's something I don't want to see Aston Villa do. Don't want us to see see us concede early. It really knocked us off our stride against Leeds. Yes, we came roaring into it again like a train because of Philippe Coutinho. But what happens if Philippe Coutinho doesn't have that 20-minute purple patch? You know, if he doesn't have that, we are literally putting our hair out at halftime going, oh my God, that was diabolical. That game was, that first half was really bad. Because it wasn't great up to that point, and, and and these are fair criticisms I think to make, but they're ones that I think can be fixed. Because uh, like we're still here, we're I can't don't know how many games we are into Stephen Gerrard's tenure. Now it's not on Stephen Gerrard. I think that there's um um a, what you call it. There's an evolution of this playing squad and the play and the way that we do play. Um that we can we can see on the field we can see where we where we want to bring the ball uh, the positions we want to bring the ball into is changing uh, from from where we even were in the first couple of games with Stephen Dryden certainly from where we were at Dean Smith. so there is an evolution there but listen we're only getting fits and starts we're getting 15 20 20 minute performances in both halves There's sometimes only 20 minute performances throughout the whole lot of the game it's a, and this isn't news anyway Anybody with a set of eyes can see that when they watch the game. So this is something that we need to do. I'd be okay with us controlling the game, moving forward, and seeing what can happen. Going to bring us to uh, some comments there because I have monologued for way too long there. We're five minutes before the team is proposed to be announced. Um, So we have Sean Green. I'm confident about today, though there are reasons not to be. Just think we click today and 2-0. I would love a 2-0 performance. The clean sheet away from home in St James's, somewhere we haven't won in 17 years, 16 years or something, 25 games, something mad like that. 2005 I think was the last time that we've won in St James's Park. So uh, they've had our number no matter what kind of regime we've had and we've had some good teams since then. You know, we just haven't been able to to, to eat them so getting that monkey off our back would be fantastic um junior says i'll take a draw and a solid performance from mings because he needs it and yeah i think uh the guys are going to be on tyrone mings but he's a big boy i think he's uh, I, i i don't envisage him um i don't envisage him throwing in a performance like he did against leeds um we're not gonna shy away from the performance. We spoke about it in the, in the, the, the review pod. you know, it wasn't good enough from both of our full, our, both of our center halves. And, and it can't be like that again today. Do you, do you genuinely think, I know it's all, all roses and lovey-doveys and from Stephen Jarrett in the press conference, when he said that we don't dig out players and we don't single your, single players out and, and shift the blame onto certain players, that it's a collective uh, blame from the team. Yeah. But do you really think he's not going to sit him down and say, turn on, what are you doing? You know? Um, and let's see, let's see, you know, the, the measure of the man is, is 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 how we come back, and I don't have any reason to believe that Tyrone Mings doesn't isn't um somebody who's going to want to come back and have a better performance than that. Sniffrat says, I'm worried today he's not going to lie. Eh, there should be a small bit of worry, there should be a small bit of worry every game Aston Villa go into at the moment until we click because we're we're always doing previews on potential. What's the potential of this team? If this team clicks, what happens if? And you know, I expecting this person to have a good performance. And as we said, we're seeing it in twenty minute starts, not in ninety minute bursts. And until we see it in ninety minute bursts or even seventy minute bursts or even eighty minute bursts, we had like we had an eighty minute performance against Wolves, and we ended up lo- we ended up losing the game. You know, uh, so it's we need to see a full, complete, uh, complementary performance, in both a defense, midfield, and attack today. Um, so uh, it's okay to be worried, I think. Um, Ian says Chambers in for Kansanen, in for Bundia. I could see that. I could see that for sure. Be interesting to see what we do or what happens when for for Buendia if he is out. If the rumors are, are that that he is out, I, I don't really expect him to play. To be honest, um, great midfield co- partnership. Long may it continue, says Sweet Karma. Or Long may it continue. Says <laughs> sweet karma. Uh Kieran, good to see you, man. Good afternoon, chaps. I can't wait to get off this feckin' coach. I'm hoping to get a signal when we get there up the villa. Kieran on his way up to up the line. A long trip, a long, long trip, I can imagine. But uh yeah, hopefully there's a toilet on the coach, Kieran. and uh, nothing worse than uh nothing worse than a long coach ride. Um Danny says, been watching Newcastle fan channel previews. they they are overconfident to the extent that baffles and slightly concerns me. Uh, all fans should be overconfident about their team. You know, there's an irrationality. There's there's a whole irrationality to what we talk about sometimes. Like sometimes we get way swept up in the claret and blue wave as well. Like when I say we myself and pa- myself and Paddy, and uh, we get low when we shouldn't be as low, and we get high when we shouldn't be as high as we should be. So you know, I'd be surprised. I'd be very worried if Newcastle fans weren't absolutely over the moon, considering that their their uh, club is on an upward trajectory. They've, won't, they've um, just gotten out of the relegation zone. They've signed some good players. They've got all that money behind them. And Eddie Howe looks like he's somebody who has a plan, at least to keep them in the Premier League for this season, which is very good. Um, Ian again says, uh, Target being an inel- is not too concerned. Target ineligible is a big boost for us. I absolutely agree. Uh, Nathan says, for a minute, I thought Patty was going on a romantic weekend. Well, is rugby not a romantic sport? They get really, really close and they lie down on top of each other and, you know. So I consider it a romantic sport myself. Yeah, absolutely. Uh Paddy <laughs> in Paris, a rom-com I'd watch. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm kind of laughing at it, but I'm also shivering as well at the thought. <laughs> uh michael 88 says ramsey continue masterclass needed today i'm really looking forward to seeing if that was i'm not going to say a flash in the pan because they have bounced off each other in the last two games but i really want to see this throughout the course of the season because there's nothing better than a bromance like that that really hits and really happens like we had kind of with mcginn and with Grealish. you know there was there was there was a kind of a working relationship there you would almost call it and um and it was uh it it was definitely uh Oh, I'm after me. I'm after killing my, my Twitter stream there just as the team was being announced. It's um uh, it's something I definitely want to see for sure, for sure, for sure. Um uh, no. Have we got a team? We do, we have a lineup. Sorry to everybody whose comments I haven't gotten to yet. We will get to them now in one moment. Just gonna share up my screen. Ooh, you guys should be able to uh. Sorry, guys. Gonna share that again. Um, Show window, Twitter. That's much better. So we've Martinez and goals, Cash, Chambers, Mings, and Dina, McGinn, Luis, Ramsey, Buendia, Watkins, Coutinho. Exactly the same. Well, exactly as we thought, I suppose, if Buendia was going to start. Good news Buendia is starting, by the way. Good news. I, I've I've spent the last ten minutes talking about well, maybe he might start in the worms. And look, rumors were fueled by by what Stephen Jared said, but he's passed the fitness test. I'm always of the opinion of start them and take them off, as opposed to um, bring them on and have to take them off. That is a disaster if you have to do that. Uh, start him if we can. If if. He's feeling it after twenty minutes. We've got people on the bench there, and you can see that there are names there on the bench. We're going to go through them again. We have Leon Bailey is back on the bench. Bailey's a nice for us watching the match today, guys. So we've got Robin Olsen, Courtney House, Ben Christine, Christine, Christine. I really have to brush up my pronunciations. So I'd say Ben Christine or Ben Christine, whichever you prefer. Ashley Young, Young Tim, Morgan Sanson, Kearney. Leon Bailey, the Jamaican master, is back on the bench, and Daniel Ings is also there as well. You have to admit it; it's there's there's a lot of options on that bench. I just I love seeing Ben Christina and. Um, and and young Tim in there as well. You know, to me, that's good. And and Stephen Gerrard mentioned something, and I know I'm diverting from the fact that, look, we need to talk about the actual team that are playing. And sometimes I find in these team sheet tantrums that I get more sucked into the subs than I do who's actually playing. Um, but Stephen Gerrard was mentioning that that, that young Tim, his, uh, he's not too far away from a Premier League debut. And it's a question that, oh, it's a question I know that was posed during the transfer window where... People were kind of asking, oh, what are we going to do? We didn't bring in the defensive midfielder. And I think, look, while, while Nakamba should be back maybe in the next four to six weeks, there's talk he'll be back in and around the start of April. Um, maybe if young Tim needs to come in there and do a job, that he can do a job in there. And and why not? Like, he's been on the bench, I would go so far as to say, since Stephen Gerrard has been here, he's been on the bench more than he hasn't. Uh, and, and and that's good, to be in and around a first-team squad like that, so I'm absolutely delighted for him. Looking at the team himself, obviously we're going to have huge eyes on the defensive the defensive um, centre-half partnership there. It's going to be huge eyes on it. I, I, I spoke on, I don't know, was it on our podcast? No, it must have been on the Villa View. I was on the Villa View with Omar during the week and spoke about Callum Chambers and why I think that it will be it will be extra beneficial for us in this particular game and it obviously look it's all hypothetical because we don't know exactly how he's going to play in that position for Aston Villa but the fact that he's got experience playing as a right back and the fact that we're going to be coming up against Sam Maxim who was just brilliant against uh I'm just going to say, week. I'm blanking today. About two hours sleep last night, and um, so I'm blanking today on a lot of information. So if you're here for factual information and not my opinion, today mightn't be mightn't be the best day for it. But Alan Samaxim is coming back into form. He's playing, on, on and he's going to be playing on that left wing. He's going to be coming off that wing, maybe coming in centrally as well. Um, that's if he's on the team. We have must check the, the Newcastle team in a moment. But Chambers will will have the the ability to be able to at least if Cash gets caught up forward. If Douglas Louise does does stay in a more defensive role, which I think he should do this time, we should almost nearly play um, played. Almost like a diamond there with a Buier at the top of it, or Coutinho at the top of it the two of them rotating. whoever isn't at the top of the diamond then is is uh, is basically just playing a free roll in around trying to pick up that area in the middle of the field or trying to get wide our two we, we've seen it, Ramsey and McGinn do push further push further apart, and I think Luis should maybe come back a small a bit as well if he is that guy who slots in between the two center halves when our full backs go forward at least Chambers being knowledgeable of how to play that right back position will be able to go out there and get at... um at the right, the, the left winger as well. But let's have a quick look here and see what the Newcastle team is. Uh, I'm sure that they will have something up on Twitter. They've retweeted our team. That's very good of them. Uh, Dubrovka is in goals. Trippier makes the team, which is interesting. Somebody that they didn't think was going to be, or they thought was going to be a game-time decision. He ran the show as well. He's He orchestrates things from right back. So I think, um, I think there's going to have to be a small bit of... Uh, uh, eyes on him specifically if you are going to play Buendia, maybe over that side of the field. Maybe I don't know. Um, it might be an interesting one considering Buendia does track back a, bit, a lot more than Coutinho. Uh, Sharon Dan Burn in the two center halves, and then Manquio is uh, is deputizing for um, well, Manquio is actually Manquio is probably in a right back and tripping at left back. I don't know. Um, either way, Manquio is in there. You've got Shelby Willock and Joe Linton. Um, in midfield with Ryan Fraser, Sam Maxim wide with Chris Wood up top. And when you look at their subs bench as well there, they've got uh, Darlow, Dummett, Kraft, Murphy, Almiron, Gale, Longstaff, Guimarish, and De Bolle, who I don't know anything about, to be honest with you. Um, There are places you can get at this team. There are places this team can get at you. Um, I spoke about it with some accent. Ryan Frazier, as people will know, Ryan Fraser is my irrational fear for whatever reason. Ryan Fraser and Matt Matt Ritchie are my irrational fears. I'm just ter- I I I they they're that old-fashioned player who can really cross a ball very, very well. And I fucking hate that. I hate that in this this day and age because they're not going to absolutely murder you down the wings. But what they'll do is they'll do something like a James ward Pros and they'll just whip one in out of nowhere and someone will get their head in it and you're going, oh, no, you know, it just completely changes the balance of a game. So I don't like Ryan Fraser playing there. I don't like Ryan Fraser being able to do that from the right-hand side. And I don't like Sam Axel being able to carry the ball from the left-hand side. And that's that we're definitely going to have to have our work cut out there. Chris Wood and Tyrone Mings have had very much the battling relationship uh, playing play, when Wood is playing for Burnley so it's not an ideal matchup for Tyrone Mings Chambers isn't exactly the puff your chest out and get aggressive with a guy in the air type of type of centre half either so there is an area they can get at us Joe Willock massive goal scoring for him last season hasn't really come into this season um, but still a very talented player Joe Linton has turned into Dunga all of a sudden since he's gone back into that, into that midfield role. And John Joe Shelby, you know what you're going to get from him. He's going to kick you up and down from the start of the game to the end of the game. That's what he does. And he's going to have probably an absolutely unbelievable out of this world. Never saw it coming in a million years 40 yard raking pass onto somebody's toe. That's, you, get, you get swings and roundabouts, full manic um, episodes from, from John, Joe, John Joe Shelby in a good and a bad way. So where we can get at this team, I think, I think Fabian, Sharon, Dan Byrne are made for, uh, made for Ollie Watkins, but they're made for an Ollie Watkins who gets ball played to him. If Watkins has an abject performance like he did last week, we won't see anything of him because they're just going to engulf him. They're two big, strong center halves. Dan Byrne is nearly the height of the Eiffel Tower, um... And Paddy will be able to confirm that when he comes back. And Fabian Shah is is no slouch either. You know, when he's back there. So we're really going to have to play on the play on their shoulders. They're not like they're not going to have the the high line that Leeds played. They they, they won't in a million years have that high line uh, today. And if they do, then go at them. Let's have an absolute field day, because uh, if they do have a have a high line, we're quids in. We, they're, they're, if they if they play with a high line like Leeds did, there is no reason we shouldn't put three four goals in this team. That's that's me going to, me with my claret and blue glasses being out over the top over my skis on that one. And the reason I say that is because look at our attacking talent. Look at Coutinho. Look at Bundia, Look at Watkins, international ca- caliber striker, albeit it hasn't been on farm this season. You know we should be able to put goals on this team if they play a high line. If they don't and if they get compact and if they they, they they look to use the wings and 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 stay st- steady and strong in midfield, which by all means Joe Linton, Willock, and Shelby tells me that they will do. Um, well, then you know that that's that's the smart the smart money would be on them doing that. But uh, look, we never know, and and hopefully we'll be able to catch this team as well. So I'm just going to take this down. I'm going to go back to our comments there for a moment. I'm just going to go past some of the pre-announcement of the team comments. Apologies if anybody is uh, had, had something in there that was uh, very, um, very insightful, but uh, here we go. Um, Andy Mack says, midfield will be crucial today. I need to protect the defenses. I think they will try to isolate Mings. Um, yeah, I agree. Midfield will would be, would be crucial today. I just, i, I bear, just based on what their team is. I don't see how they will isolate Mings because, uh, but, but then again, Willock could be pushed an awful lot further forward. And if that does happen and it brings, uh, we, we need Douglas Luiz to be on his A game if that is the case. But, um, uh, midfield are crucial today. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're going to be outmatched from a height point of view, uh, from midfield and the two center halves. Uh, their center halves as opposed to our center halves, so we're going to be outmatched from a height point of view there. And uh, you know, we're going to need to move the ball very, very quickly. We're going to need to play triangles in midfield, but I think our midfield are going to be going to need to be a bit more compact in there. And uh, I wouldn't like to be one of our full backs today because they're going to have a heavy workload going up and down that field. Uh, That's that's what I think. I don't think we're going to get a lot of balls through the middle today looking at these two lineups. And um, I think that Dina and uh, and Cash are going to want to have had their Weedabix this morning because they're going to expend energy up and down that field today. And they're going to need to come back as quick as they're going to need to go forward. Um, Ross says that he's hoping Samsung gets a chance today. Uh, Mike Warmbold says, is Bailey available? Yeah, thankfully he is here and he's he's in the building, which is fantastic. Um, Where are we? keep on losing. Sean, thank you so much. Sean says, love your content, mate, and collaborations. Keep up the great work. On a side note, we have to dominate the central midfield and create some cover for a misplaced David Luiz. Is that, is that a Freudian slip there? or Did you mean to? Is it Douglas Luiz, David Luiz, or are you calling Tyrone Wings David Luiz? Um, I don't know what that is there, but uh, <laughs> I do know what you mean, though, that midfield has to be more active. We have to be more positionally aware because if you're going to have the two boys playing in floating floating roles up there in Bundia and Coutinho you can't have the three in midfield losing their position whatsoever you know you just can't so um it's a thankless job in there in midfield but and it's going to be even less thankful today because of who they're playing in midfield so yeah it's going to be a huge 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 um battle in that midfield and one that we just have to have to win just have to win um uh, 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 uh. British Mick says, uh, Newcastle isn't, is an intimidating place to go. Can I liken it to Milwaukee? Completely have no Scooby. What hell, uh, what he'll do in defense this week? Um, yeah. Well, as I say, it's going to be really interesting to see how Chambers gets on there. And it, it shows to me that, that they've their corners to the mass, that they want a right footer and a left footer in there in the two center half positions. And, and, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that much. Now as I love Courtney house, I'm okay with that. Um, uh, this is a good point as well i suppose uh biplav says we always hear about competition for places and having a squad but it seems it's always the usual suspects when will sansan house ings get a chance um i suppose th- there's kind of two trains of thought on this and you're right you're right we do hear about a competition for places and having a squad but I suppose the competition from places comes from what are they doing on the training ground, um, and we don't know. I suppose is the big question there. Like maybe Danny Ings isn't isn't sticking in the back of the net in training. Maybe he's not working. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's not working out with with Coutinho. Um, as I say, maybe maybe we see that they're, that they're, the inefficiency of uh, maybe the fact that Dan Burn isn't great on the turn around and that Fabian Shar. Doesn't have the engine of a car. A worse rhyme, but still. Um, and Watkins does. Watkins can get in around them. Maybe there's something there. I don't know. I was surprised things didn't come off the bench against Leeds. So absolutely, I, I agree with your comment that competition from places for places, um, we hear about it. But, you know, I, I, I feel that Danny Ings isn't really probably getting a look in there. I think Courtney House is... Courtney House wasn't going to come into play on the right-hand side. And Sanson, you know, I think he's biding his time. I think maybe we see him off the bench today, um, depending on how the game is going. But I think Sanson is a victim of similarity and uh, how he plays to the likes of McGinn, and uh, and and that, and you know, you're not really going to drop McGinn because uh, he is he's a a, a a linchpin in that midfield. Um, but it's an interesting one. It's an interesting one. And do you know what? One that we, we should keep an eye on a small bit more, you know, about when these guys are going to get their chances and if they if they deserve them, you know, they should. Um, Philip, exactly. Dwight Gale. When I was mentioning the team, I was there, not him again. I thought he'd be gone to the MLS at this stage or somewhere along those lines. He does. He loves scoring against he, he loves scoring against teams when you least expect him to score. Dwight Gale. Um, but uh, he's had a fantastic career championship and Premier League, you know, and he's just he's always beating the odds. Uh, I think is what you'd say about Dwight Gale, and beware of him. Beware of him when, he, when, and if he does come on. Um, yeah, Jonathan Tinsley says Manquilla and Shark can be gotten at. I, I, hundred percent agree. Hundred percent agree, and and I think that's what we're going to look for in this game. Um, where are we? Where are we? Uh, the remote property flipper says Watkins could really do with a goal or two today. JJ or Coutinho to put one on a plate for him up the Villa. I'd love it. I'd love it. I'd love JJ to turn uh, provider today, um, and and I, and I I I'll tell you why. And I'm coming at this from from a queer angle now, to be honest with you. From an angle that's a small bit different is, I don't want <laughs> I don't want JJ Ramsey to just be known as a midfielder who scores goals, because the second you stop scoring goals, people will start to question what you actually do for the team. that that, that made sense in my mind, kind of when I was saying it. So what I mean by that is that JJ has all the attributes in the world to be a rounded midfielder. I mean, midfielder that, that, uh, that does it all. And he's only started scoring goals recently, but he's only started hitting the headlines recently, even in the national media. And I think back to midfielders who don't have the temperament that that JJ has and, and, and how it kind of unraveled for them. And, and I know I'm probably going to be harsh when I talk about, and I'm going to talk about homegrown talents like ours. Like, Hitzlsperger was known for scoring bangers of goals, like boom, thunderbolts from outside the box. I saw one during the week that he scored um, however many years ago. It was just fantastic. If we had someone who could score goals like that, it'd be great. But, you know, he kind of suffered because he kind of fell between two stools of being a defensive midfielder who wasn't really, who was probably ahead of his time in the fact that he was almost too defensive for the Premier League as it was then. And he wasn't great in the assists market. And then you look at the likes of Lee Hendry, who was pushed out wide, brought back into the centre, could had a great season scoring goals, and then really kind of went off the boil. And then when you're one of those goal scoring midfielders, and you don't you don't continue to score goals, you become a kind of a you know your a pat in the back is all, is only a couple of inches away from kick up the arse. Really, like you know from that point of view, that if you stop scoring, you be, you become expendable within the team. So. 20 years of age, absolutely blown away by the potential that this man has and ra- that Ramsey has. And, and, and long may it continue. And let's, let's see him show he's uh, – can, can he assist people? Um, because he's shown that he's able to square up and and uh, and get physical in the middle of midfield as well. Um, so, yeah, as I say, I, I'd like to continue to see his development. Um, obviously, score as many goals as you want, JJ. Like, I'm not telling you don't score goals. But um, uh, it's just an interesting uh, kind of um, – piece I've been thinking about on, on on players like Ramsey, specifically young players that come through like that. Um, Another interesting point, Joe, feels like one or two players are in the team for the chance to make amends today. I agree. I agree. I thought, I, I almost would have thought that Ings had, uh, had probably the upper hand of starting today. But then again, we don't know what goes on in training. And as I say, there's a, there's a huge big spotlight on on Ali Watkins today up top. And I never thought Mings was ever going to be dropped. I never thought Louise was ever going to be dropped. Certainly didn't. Um, I thought uh, I thought potentially if Buendio wasn't going to play, that maybe Ramsey was pushed up forward and they were going to bring Sanson into the middle of midfield to potentially have created the smallest midfield ever to play in the Premier League. But um, I thought that that might have happened. But I, I think really Ings for Watkins is probably the one change that I... Probably thought it a better best chance of happening, but yeah, look and let's see if they make amends. I don't think there's anybody in this team we should throw out with the bat water either. I think they they've all they all deserve the chance to make amends. But as I say, when do the chances when do the chances to make amends start turning into okay? You, we're going to sit you down for for a while and see what what the other guys can do. Kind of um, piggybacking off Bi- um, um, uh, comment commentary, right? Um, ba, 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 ba. Ross says San deserves a start in place of Douglas Louise in my opinion. Depending, and I don't know where Douglas Louise actually plays in this team since Stephen Gerard came in because he's played in two or three different positions since he's came in. But depending on what they want Douglas Louise to do, if he's playing in a flat eight position and not in a six, I don't think there's. I don't think San can play in that position. He, just just historically, he's not played in that position very often. He's really been more of an eight, more of a. Um, he's even played in, in like the attacking right side in midfielder role um, from memory. But it's worth the try. I'm not saying that I would, I would flat out say no, but I, 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 what I'm saying here is I can understand why it isn't in Sanson instead of Douglas Louise. Uh, I, I can understand why it isn't there. And I think if Douglas Louise was to be sat down from the team, I, I potentially think it could be young Tim. Comes in there. Tim Aragbenham comes in in that position. But we, we'll, I suppose we, we'll know if, if performances don't pick up, we will know who, who the next man up in that position will be. Very interesting. Interesting one, for sure. Um, uh, oh, where are we? Where are we? Where are we? <laughs> I kind of agree with this as well, Linky. Let's not call for JJ getting called up, but it always leads to our players getting poached. Don't get me wrong, great for the player, but crap for us, in my opinion. Um, yeah, look. History tells that tale, doesn't it? History tells that tale, but let's hope that it's uh, it hasn't it hasn't worked out like Tyron Mings hasn't been poached from us. And I, but I know that you know up to last year there was a lot of rumors swirling around whether was well, going to go to X team or Y team or whatever. But um, yeah, an interesting one. I'd still love to see him play because we've got such a rich tradition of of uh, players going on to play for England. But uh, as I say, we there's one way to stop th- stop teams from poaching us, Linky, and that is to become better ourselves and uh, hopefully that is the case um uh, 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 uh. in yeah so in is a darlington fan or bankrupt in 2011 reformed in 2012 demoted four leagues we are currently a fan-owned national league north club we've had three promotions to date Welcome aboard, Ian. Thank, uh, Ian, thanks a million for popping, for popping on. And uh, best luck to Darlington. And hopefully you continue to rock it up through the leagues. And we see you back in the football league again because it's never nice for a team to go out of business um, like that. And I remember um, being up in arms myself. I think my seven paddy even it, talked about it when when Burry went, uh, went out of existence. And the fact that, you know, for all the people maybe and, and Everton fans at the moment maybe don't really like Bill Kenwright, he, he tried to save that club. Uh, but he couldn't because of the ownership rules um he wanted to give i think it was million two million or something to save barry he wasn't even going to buy them he was just giving them a loan from what i remember and you know it just didn't work out that way but uh they went to the wall and it's always sad to see teams go to the wall and look five years ago we were nearly we nearly went to the wall as well so uh four or five years ago we nearly went to the wall so it's uh you know something that still kind of stings us when we see teams uh see that that happen to teams So. Continued success to Darlington, and thanks, a million for popping by for uh, to to give us a quick uh, a quick watch. Um, Andy's er, uh, and should I say, says Watkins has been poor for some time, and Ing certainly deserves his chance. Struggling to remember anything Watkins did, uh, positive Watkins did on Wednesday. I was extremely fortunate not to be subbed. I think I agree. Uh, as I say, I will say that w- there was two times within the game that I thought that. And I've said it before. If he was two two inches taller, he's sliding at the back post. He could have got at least one goal. I think he got a connection on one of them, or maybe Stuart Dallas got in in front of him. And um, but I think that's really all he did. I don't don't think that the game really came to him at all. And uh, oh, I will say one thing. One positive thing he did. His movement for the. Third goal and the second goal. I'm going to say actually for both of them. For the third goal and for the second goal, I thought it was quite good because it, it 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 created an even bigger divide between their two center halves. Specifically, that ball that Coutinho threaded through to to JJ. There was a big wide divide there for the two for between the two center halves, and he actually did the opposite thing for the third goal. So when the ball came when when JJ was coming around in the arc on the opposite side, he actually pulled the two centre-halves closer together, which gave JJ more room on, on, um, on, on that other side. So uh, his movement is is still there. But as I say, you know, you have a centre-forward to score goals. You really do, you know, and you need your centre-forward to score goals and you need a forward to, to play himself into the game as best he can. And, and hopefully that happens today. Really, hopefully that happens today. Um, Cool. So, um. Guys, it's coming up on half past one. Thank you so much to everybody for your comments today. I really appreciate it. Hosting on your own sometimes can be tough, but there's some great, great comments there. And, uh, and thanks William, for 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 sticking around and for listening to me and uh, for all your comments. Really appreciate it because you guys have brought up some super points, as you always do. Uh, game is on in 34 minutes time, I think, uh, if my clock is right, 34 minutes time. I'm really looking forward to this. And my I suppose my final thoughts on this are... Leon Bailey is back on the bench and I wonder will he get some time and it's going to be a massive talking point over the course of the rest of the season is how the hell are we going to put Leon Bailey in our team considering we play with two 10s behind the striker and I wonder potentially does he play up top I wonder, I wonder, I wonder Um, now obviously Danny Ings is is going to be the incumbent there for the time being but uh, it's just one to watch with his pace and with his trickery Leon Bailey um, I'm looking forward, and hopefully we get to see some. There, there's like it, it, it's it's mad looking at the bench there. There's like seven people on the bench that I really want to see play today. I think I want to see everybody play other than Ashley Young and Courtney House. <laughs> you know, which is kind of mad, really, uh, considering we can't make all those subs. But um, and it's not that I don't like Ashley Young or Courtney House. I just know what they're about. You know the rest of the team, the rest of the guys that are there are really intriguing, and and that's a good sign for me because they, we're going to be able to mix it up and change it up. But guys, I'm going to leave it at that. 33 minutes. Thanks so much to everybody for listening. Thanks so much to everybody for watching. Um, if we win, might come back with a with an immediate reaction podcast. Actually, do you know what? I'll come back with an immediate reaction podcast regardless. I haven't done one in a while. And uh, look, you got to take the smooth with the rough. It's uh, I, I've got a mad week next week. Valentine's Day tomorrow, so um, you know, I might not be allowed to get to the podcast machine as much as I want tomorrow. So i uh, might as well just get out of the way and get it done today. Um so lads, we will see you again after the game. Super stuff with all your engagement there, really appreciate it. Thanks for everything you do for the podcast. Give us a like before you go up, click on the thumbs up on, on YouTube if you pretty please if you can. Let's get a let's get a load of likes in there. If we get over hundred likes, I absolutely adore it. It'll be fantastic. Sound for everything you do, gonna leave you go watch the game. And all that's left to say when he gets his outro is Up the Villa. Sports Social Podcast Network